Hey everyone, this is Gary Kay, and obviously you're watching a visual version of my Rants and Ready's podcast. We're getting ready for Infocom. As you know, it's coming up here in less than a month. I'm ex excited to be joined with uh, Jacob Marash. Jacob's the CEO of STEM Audio. Jacob, how are you? Good, great. Thank you for having me uh, on Rave. Well, you've got you've you've had a lot of PR in the last week, a lot of big rollout for uh, for STEM Audio. Tell me a little bit about what the relationship is between Phoenix uh, Audio and STEM Audio, because I I known you from the Phoenix days. I know your team from the Phoenix days. Yeah. But you just launched this new product line that's STEM, but I guess it's kind of a, a subsidiary company. Yeah, that's a fair question. So first of all, it is a very exciting time for us. Thank you for uh, for mentioning that. Um, STEM has been in the works for almost two years. So to explain kind of the relationship between STEM and Phoenix, I took over as Phoenix's CEO just under two years ago, and um, STEM is kind of my project. So we're bringing in a new way to do audio for conference rooms. And uh, I mean, there's a long story of our journey, which I won't bore you with right now, but uh, it was pretty apparent to us from the beginning that this new revolutionary solution that we're gonna talk about has to be its own entity. And that entity is STEM, and STEM is a, uh, a subsidiary of Phoenix Audio. So there is a little bit of correlation with either two separate companies that coexist and they have different uh, sales, marketing, and engineering teams. Yeah, and, and I know Phoenix from the Condor as being the product that I know them best for, and, and, and a lot of, uh, you know, um, I'd say huddle room, meeting room uh, audio systems. Uh, but it looks like what you did with STEM is you try to, you wrapped it into more of an ecosystem where you have like a family that works together rather than separate products like, uh, like Phoenix has. Yeah. You know, I have to jump in and just like maybe elaborate on that because that's a really good point. Um, the biggest thing was that when we created STEM, we didn't want to go into creating a solution with preconceived notions, which in all honesty is what all audio companies do, right? So we didn't have the idea and then put it out as STEM. We basically went out, the first, the first thing we did um, was we went out to figure out what are the pain points and what are the issues that are currently not being solved by any audio company, including Phoenix. And the goal was just to solve those problems. It ended up being six pain points, which I'll talk about a little bit later. Um, but that was the purpose of the company. And to do that, we needed, we, we ended up finding out that we needed to create an ecosystem for it. So um, the way STEM is different, the reason why it's different is because we're trying to solve problems that have not been solved yet. Yeah, and, and obviously in reading the, the press release and uh, having a chance to get a, a little bit of a demo one-on-one uh, -on -one a couple of months ago with your team, um, it looks like that the, the primary market you're targeting is that UCC space, which is kind of a sweet space right now because there's a lot of product companies that have gone after the video side of it, but less that have attacked the audio side with a simple solution. It looks like what you're trying to do, what I could tell is sort of dumb down, for lack of a better term, or simplify the audio side of a UCC environment. Is Did I get that right, or am I even overcomplicating it? You are on your on, on spot. It's, it's exactly right. So, you know, we've gone through a revolution on the video side in the last 10 or five years. Uh, people will argue when the revolution happened, but the way we were doing video conferencing 10 years ago is completely different than how we do it today. Yeah. You know, today it's accessible to everyone. It's simple. It's affordable, which is fantastic. Um, that has not ha happened in the audio side of things. And the whole purpose of STEM is to bring that on. So it feels kind of silly that you're buying a very simple and easy to use 
video conference system, but then the audio that you're installing to use that system is very cumbersome, expensive, complicated. Uh, so we are basically bringing on a revolution on the audio side of things, and, and we hope that you know a lot of companies will follow suit. I hope it'll take them a long time to follow suit, but I, I see this being the future for sure. Yeah, and and um, uh, so what I know of the products is three microarrays, right, and and speaker kind of products as well. And then two other products. So you, can you explain like the family of products and sort of how they work together and what builds that ecosystem? Because you have a desktop product, you have a wall mount product, you have a ceiling mount product, and then you have some other devices that connect them together and the control of it is pretty simple. Um, so could you sort of you have products to demonstrate or anything to show so we understand exactly how this works? Absolutely. So maybe while I explain, it will be helpful if I, uh, if I show you the, pic the pictures of the products themselves. Um, do you mind if I screen share with you? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. All right, so let's take a look right here. So the whole idea is that we're providing you a tool set of products. So it's, it's uh, right now it's five products, but the idea behind STEM is that that offering actually grows. Um, and out of these five products, three of them are audio devices. We have a ceiling array, we have a wall mounted array, we have a tabletop unit, and then we have two products that are supporting products to that, and that is a hub and a controller. Now, as time passes, we're gonna be adding more products, anything from cameras to whatever the end user is actually gonna want. But in the meantime, now that we're launching, these are the products we're launching with. So the first product is our tabletop unit. And this is just like any typical speakerphone uh, you'll put on your desk. Um, it's important to mention that these products are super, super easy to install. So as you can see, the connectors are very basic. We just have an ethernet jack, which is all you need to plug in all of these products. So you put in a, uh, an ethernet cable, you plug it to your local uh, network, and that's both power and data, you're done. We also provide you a USB connector in case you just wanna plug in directly to, let's say a video conferencing computer or whatever. But the idea behind this product, it's a nine microphone array on top and speakers on the bottom. Um, and then we have our wall array, which is a 15 microphone beamforming array. It's got um, microphones and speakers already built into it. As you can see, very simple controllers. It comes in, in two colors, and the connectors on the back are very, very similar to, actually identical to what we just saw before. It's just an Ethernet jack, that that's all you need, and you use in case you want to put this on a card and plug directly. Um, as I mentioned, they come in two different colors. Um, you can also mount a camera onto the device. So this is a Hudley camera that we're working in conjunction with. Uh, we will be adding uh, an adapter for an Aver camera as well. And in later generations, the plan is to actually incorporate the camera inside of the bar itself. The third audio product we have is our ceiling array. And this is a 100 microphone array. Uh, it actually comes inside of a ceiling tile. So you can just install it by popping into your dropped acoustic ceilings. And in case you don't have that, um, we give you the ability to actually hang these like a chandelier. So the idea here is not only to give you full flexibility in how you hang and mount your devices, but also to kind of give you a product that's aesthetically pleasing and maybe adds to the, to the aesthetics of the room versus takes away from it. And then finally we have, well not finally, but we have the controller. Um, it's important for me to mention that the controller is not mandatory to operate the system. So one of the greatest things about STEM is the platform that I hope to show you a little bit later. Um, but you can manage the platform from iOS, Android, or Windows. So you can use an iPad if you want. 
Um, if you don't want to deal with someone unplugging your iPad and running out of battery, or if iOS doesn't update and kind of kicks a hundred rooms in your organization out of kiosk mode, you can get the controller from us. And just like the other devices, it's just a simple um, Ethernet cable and, and that's that. And then finally, we have the hub. So the hub is only necessary if you put more than one product in the room. Um, so let's say you have a room with just one device, you can just plug that device in and you're good to go. If you have multiple devices, you just plug all the devices to the network, you don't plug them to each other, and then you plug the hub into the network, and then whatever interface you're using, you just connect the hub to that interface, and the hub kind of represents all of the products in the room. And so if you wanted to use a controller, and a tabletop mic, you'd use the hub to connect them together. Correct. Okay, but, uh, but if you want to use the controller and a tabletop mic, you can't just plug the tabletop mic into the, the, the Zoom computer or the, the Microsoft Teams computer and then still use the controller. You still have to have the hub, correct? No, so the hub is only necessary for multiple audio devices. Okay. So okay. if I'm just using one mic, I would bring in that one tabletop unit, I'll plug it into the network, and then plug it through USB to a, to the PC, and I will still be able to control that device through a controller, no problem. Okay, okay. That's um, we designed the hub, maybe it's important to mention that we specifically designed the hub to be very thin. It's only about an inch in, in uh, thickness, so you can mount it on a wall behind a screen, so it's kind of out of sight, out of mind. Okay. Uh, and here you can see the connectors. So what we have is just our Ethernet connector, which is what you use to, to kind of collect all the audio data from all the other products on your network. We give you that USB for the interface. We have a Dante interface. So mm -hmm. if you're using you know, a system that can find Dante audio devices, then it can just find your hub, and that way you have a, a Dante solution. And then we have analog uh, speaker outputs if you want to use your own external speakers. Okay. And this is kind of summing it up. So that, those are the products. And the idea is, again, for you to have full flexibility. You can mix and match. Um, and by doing that, not only can you customize the solution to your room. So if your room wants no units on the table, then you can just put things in the ceiling and walls, or if you can put units on the table if you, if you wish to do so. But also you can kind of adjust it to work for any type of room, right? So if I have a hub room, I can just put a wall unit or a table unit or a ceiling unit. But if I have a large boardroom, I could put eight ceiling units and three table units, or I won't give you all the different iterations, but you get the idea. And so now, uh, if, 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 uh, if you wanted to, um, let's say you're a facility that has uh, dozens of huddle rooms or UCC spaces, um, how do you manage this? How do you set it up? What do you use? I mean, do you have some sort of uh, controller? I, I know that in the press release you mentioned uh, that everything is controllable across an iPad and even manageable across an iPad. Uh, can you kind of explain sort of the, the ecosystem of, of setting them up and then ultimately controlling Absolutely. or managing, I guess? Absolutely. So um, before I just dive in, I'll show you what it actually looks like. It's important to mention that the hardware is revolutionary and, and different. And, you know, we, we are very happy with the performance we're getting from everything. Um, but the real power here in the ecosystem and in STEM is the actual platform. That's the main things we're going to be showing at Infocom. Um, so the idea was to solve the six pain points that we came across. And let's just dive in and I'll show it to you. And maybe it's this is a good point to mention that it's not only through iOS. It's iOS, Android, Windows. So whatever tablet you have, you can use. You can also use our controller. But if you don't have access to any of those, you can just log into the system through a web browser. So it's HTML enabled as well. So the idea is you're an IT guy. You can sit in your computer and log into it. 
Well, let's take a look at what it actually looks like. And I'll share with you my controller right now, which happens to be an iPad. Can you see it? Yep. Okay. So this is the STEM uh, solution right here. And instead of going through each button and telling you what each button does, if you don't mind, I'll just guide you through what are the six main pain points that we came across and how we solved it through this. So the first pain point was actually specking and designing a room beforehand. So if you have a room where you don't know what to put in it yet, you don't want to buy products and just guess, you can actually design it. I'll do a real quick demonstration. You go to the design wizard and you kind of get the sandbox mode. And I can actually build out any type of room. I'm going to build out something super simple now because I don't want to waste too much time from the viewers. But I'll, bring, I'll just build a square room. And then you can put in your furniture. So let's say we have a conference room table that's like that. I can make this table longer. I can change the shape of the table. But the idea is to really fit the furniture that you have. And let's just say that we also have a seating area in the back. I'll put in a sofa. Maybe over here in the corner, I'll make it a little bit bigger. Maybe even it expands um, the whole room. Have like a little seating area. So the idea is you draw out your conference room, and then you can actually drop in products. And I'll put in maybe one wall unit over here, I'll rotate it. So the idea is you can drop in products and then actually see what their coverage is gonna be. So if I'm happy with this coverage, I see that my whole table is covered, and the majority of that sofa is covered, I know that for this room now, I need to buy one wall unit and one table unit. Let's say that I don't want to put anything on the table. I can delete this table unit, and I see that on the top right, the sofa is not completely covered. Maybe we'll install like a ceiling device there. So I can drop in a ceiling device, see what the coverage for that is, and kind of make a decision on what products and how many products I want to buy and where I want to place them. Again, the idea here is to take the guessing game out of that. So that was the first issue that we came up. The second issue that we came across was the difficulty of installation. And I showed you earlier that the products are very simple in terms of connectors to plug in. So you bring in the product to the room and you just plug it in. Once you do that, all you need to do is you go to your rooms and you actually just create a new room. I'll call this room um, Rave. So this is my new room. And then all I need to do is just drop in the devices that belong to that room. So I'll choose whatever I want and I'll drop it in. And now, you know, this product knows to work in this room. Let's bring in a controller or maybe uh, a wall array. Um, and that's it. The room now works. This, this wall array and this tabletop unit now know that they work together. And as far as I'm concerned, I'm done. Um, I can do more things, which I'm going to show you. I can go into edit layout and draw the room again. I can even bring it up from, a, from an existing um, template um, and then just drop into devices and now this is a real room so that's issue number two issue number three that we came across was the problem this is maybe one of the most important things about stem Gary when you're done installing a room how do you make sure that the room is properly installed meaning that all the corners are covered and that you know you're comfortable letting people walk in there so we actually added a feature um, called uh, room check. So when I jump into this room, I physically walk into the room and can go and sit in different chairs and test the audio quality. So I'll tell the app where I'm sitting right now, and then I'll run this test while I'll just talk in a regular voice, and I will actually get feedback, green, yellow, or red, in the quality of audio that's being picked up. So 
If I get a yellow or a red, in this case, I'm getting green because we have some pretty good audio pickup in this room. I know that all the corners and all the spots in this room are properly addressed. If I get yellow or red, like I said earlier, then I can decide to add in more devices or um, maybe uh, move some other devices to different locations. So the heat map is actually a very, very important part of, uh, of what STEM offers. And let me just show you what it looks like. So I'll clear that out. And now that we took a device out, maybe if I stood here in the corner of the room and I did a test, what I'll end up getting is a not so good feedback, right? And this again is done in real time in a real room and I can draw out a full heat map of that. The fourth issue is adapting a room. And I think one of the biggest problems in our industry right now is that we expect a couple of things. We expect um, devices to work the same in every single room when the reality is that different rooms have different acoustic signatures and sound differently. Yep. We also want to have the same product experience in each room. And what we currently have in the market is that maybe one product is really suited and works well in the huddle room, but you can't bring that product over to a large boardroom or training room. So we want to change that. So one way of changing that is allowing you to mix and match and add more products and take away products. Another way is this room adapt button that you see here in the room. So when I actually click on this, what happens in the room itself is all the different audio devices play a chirping sound. They calculate the reverberance in the room and the delays, and they actually self-adjust themselves to work specifically for that room. So if you take a stem product and put it in one room, and then move it to a different room that has a different acoustic signature, it will work differently. And it's just another way for us to make sure that you're getting a customizable solution without that difficulty, without the need to program. That sounds um, a lot, uh, lot like the Sonos. Correct, correct. Yes, yeah, so Sonos uh, do have a similar feature, right? When you walk around the room with yep. your device and it kind of learns it and adjusts them. Um, and then number five is the management. That's something you asked in a couple of minutes ago. So I don't know if you saw that, but I'll exit this room view. Um, and I can actually see all the rooms in my organization. So I can see in this organization, there's 21 rooms. I can see the name of the room, how many devices are in each room. I can even see that green tile, which is maybe the most important part. It tells me that the room is, is operational and passed all of its tests. If a room goes down, meaning a device in the room fails, the room will turn red and I will get a push notification. So I don't have to wait for uh, someone to call me and tell me, hey, I'm in this room and the audio is not working. If you see these blinking blue rooms, it also shows me which rooms are currently being used. So if I'm about to go, let's say, into Sequoia, and I want to do room adapt, which will make all the devices uh, chirp, that's not something I'm going to want to do because people are using that room right now. Um, so I can do that. I can actually look at my organization through devices as well and see all the devices. I can jump into these devices. I can manage them. I, for instance, I see that this unit belongs to the Jasmine room. I can jump into the room Jasmine. I can, um, I can search, uh, let's look at one of the ceiling arrays. I can change the beam width of this array. Um, this array, for instance, is not assigned to a room, so I can assign it through here. But the point is I can get full control of my organization. Maybe another cool thing to show you is that we have a stats page. So I can actually gather statistics throughout my org. I can see all my call logs. I can see usage logs, which break down how much of each room is being used for video conferencing versus telephone conferencing. Obviously performance, I can catch if there's any devices that have, or any rooms or devices that have higher downtimes than usual. Maybe I can foresee some issues with the network. And then obviously error logs, 
and test logs, and these are going to be offered through an API. So you can connect this to any kind of management system you have. And then finally, the last thing I want to show you, Gary, is we found that if we solve all of those pain points, but we gave it to our users in a package that's difficult to use and requires a lot of training, then that's going to be an issue. So when I'm done installing a room, our controller actually turns into the room controller. So let's say I'm done installing this room. I'm going to decide, is this room a video conferencing room? I'll say yes. So I'll click on video conferencing. And then I'll choose whichever video conferencing software that we use in my organization. And let's just say Zoom. And when I jump into Zoom, then this is basically just a Zoom room. So we have all of, the, all of these video conferencing companies just integrated into this solution. If I go to the bottom left, I can even lock it. So as the IT guy, I can lock that out. And now whoever comes to use this room can use it as a Zoom room, but they cannot exit into the STEM ecosystem and change things around. So if yesterday before I installed STEM, they were using a Zoom room, then today they walk in and even though STEM is installed, it's still just a Zoom room to them. The only thing that I allow them to do is if you look on the left uh, sidebar, they can switch over to a telephone and just have a regular um, you know, phone conversation. Um, or they can switch back to their video conferencing. And if they're gonna use a different video conferencing software, let's say we're generally a Zoom house, sometimes we use BlueJeans, they can just switch over to a different uh, video conferencing app as well. But they cannot exit unless they have that uh, password. Okay. So that's the idea. Let me uh, go back to uh, main menu. And uh, this, so this, uh, this, uh, pro I mean, obviously you're gonna go to Infocom here in a month and you're gonna show this. Um, you said you're gonna focus mostly on the user experience and, and sort of the, the concept of it. When will we see the products roll out and what, what can we expect uh, as far as a, a launch into the market? So the current timeline is um, our first hard launch unveiling as an Infocom, is at Infocom, as you mentioned. Um, shortly after, we're gonna be diving deep into our beta program, which will conclude um, around October, November, and then final product uh, adjustments will be made and we're actually going to start, start selling the products on Q1 of 2020. So anywhere between January till March, you can expect to see the products. We're, we're aiming for obviously January 2nd to start selling the products. Yeah, and obviously this is a division or a subsidiary of Phoenix Audio, but you have your own website, stemaudio.com, S-T-E-M audio.com, just like your shirt stemaudio.com. Um, so if an, an integrator is currently a dealer for, uh, for your products or they get them through distribution, will they be able to get the same products, the same stem audio uh, um, relationship or is that a separate application that you have to apply for? How does that work? Yeah, it's definitely separated. So um, I think there's a lot of commonalities between the companies, but they are definitely separate companies. Okay. Um, we, have, we, we have great relationships with our channels. So I can't foresee someone who sells Phoenix is not gonna sell STEM. So if I had to take a wild guess, I would say 99% of um, the dealers are gonna be, that are currently selling Phoenix are gonna start selling STEM as well. But these are two different product lines and two different companies. Um, and, and Phoenix, by the way, is gonna continue to support and, and maintain its products and sell through its own channels. Um, but I would probably guess to say it's, it's gonna be in the same place where you'll find uh, STEM Phoenix though. Yeah, and so what about distribu uh, distribution as well? Do you think it'll the distributors will pick up STEM as well? Is that your expectation? Yeah, I actually foresee STEM having a lot wider of uh, of um, reach than Phoenix. I think it 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 uh, scratches it, it scratches a lot more itches than Phoenix did. Um, 
So, you know, I think we tried to, when we developed STEM, we tried to give something to everyone. When I went on that tour and I interviewed end users to kind of figure out what we want to do, we made sure that we interviewed four different layers of end users. So we interviewed, you know, designers and architects. We interviewed integrators. We interviewed IT professionals. But we also interviewed actual end users, people that have no AV or IT background. And we tried to give each one of those layers a value add. So STEM does a lot for integrators that other companies don't. But at the same time, STEM kind of opens up some doors for end users as well, or IT professionals that think that they can, they can uh, roll out maybe a small solution on their own. So I think there's a much wider audience for STEM versus for Phoenix. Yeah, I, I tend to agree. I think because you have a all-in-one system that kind of rolls it all together, and I think once you add the camera in there, that's a big, huge that's like the, the last, that's the only piece you're really missing, right? Is that camera side of it. And I wouldn't even say it's missing because you have the ability to have a Hudley camera built right into it. Sorry, maybe this is a, a good point to jump in just to mention. This is the beginning of STEM. The reason why we keep on using ecosystem, and by the way, to everyone out there, I apologize. I know it's a buzzword. We try to stay away from them. But I, we truly see that as that. Um, which means that I don't think that in five years, STEM is gonna be five audio products. STEM is gonna be everything that you need in that conference room, from, from cameras to who knows, if, if the end users are gonna want their thermostat in their conference room to be part of the STEM ecosystem and to control it from the same platform, then that's what we're gonna give them. Yeah, and I, I, I do see it as actually, I think a lot of companies do use the term ecosystem, but I think what you've put together is an attempt at an actual ecosystem, because it does work together and it is, disparate products and, and then also the fact that you can manage it in conjunction with everything else you're managing in a facility I think makes it a real uh, ecosystem so congratulations on the new product launch uh, stemaudio.com I'm excited to see it in person at Infocom and uh, I appreciate you doing this uh, exclusive demo for us here at Rave Radio. Hey I appreciate your guys support I'm a big fan and I'm looking forward to seeing you guys at Infocom. Yeah and if I can get rid of that noise right there I'd be really happy. <laughs> fix that for me uh, but anyway uh, you're going to see all of our infocom coverage at raypubs.com slash infocom 2019 as it says right here get out of the way of that uh, and then also uh, of course uh, check out uh, phoenix audio phoenix audio.com but uh, stem audio at stem audio.com is it phoenix audio.com it is phoenix audio phnx audio.com okay. much more importantly is stem audio.com and also on all social from linkedin to youtube if you just search for stem audio you can see all these videos that explain all these small features. And again, STEM is very, very feature rich. And there's a lot more to talk about. So either come to the show and check us out or watch the Ray video afterwards because you guys are going to be doing a tour in our booth or just check us online. And, and you're in booth 4161, okay? 4161, make sure you put that on your mapping plans for the show. It's definitely going to be one of those booths you're going to want to go through, and, and that's stemaudio.com. Jacob, I appreciate you doing this today. Thank you, Gary, for your time. Very, very much appreciated. Thank you, and everyone, thanks for joining us. Everyone have a great day.